Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this, Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me always is... Hello, it is Lee Michael Kimbrell, always sitting across from Billy DeVore. Hello, Nasty Boys and Girls. How's it going? They like, said it was great. I, 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 I hear them respond every time in my it's head. Every, yeah, there it is. They heard <laughs> it. Did you hear that? I thought it sounded great. Wait. No, that wasn't them. You know who that was? I don't think that was the audience. No. Who was that? That's that's Jake Paulson. Jake, back. Week two in a row. The fucking oh, Cal yeah, Ripken baby. of New Nasty Boys. Back to back. <laughs> back, <laughs> back to back. How's it going out there on the West Coast, friend? It's going great. I still got a little bit of daylight. How are you guys doing? Dead of night, friend. Half in the bag. <laughs> Dead of night. We're 30 minutes till midnight, dog. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, this guy gets the luxury of watching, you know, he, he gets the luxury of watching day games in the morning. That's pretty wild. I, I'd never really thought about that until I went out to L.A. earlier this month and the Reds were playing at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. Yeah, it was a beautiful yeah. thing. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I love the idea of starting my day off. Hangover yet, and it's the third inning. Oh, yeah. No, if anything, if, if, it, if by that point... You're awake and you're hungover. The best cause of action is to just drink one beer and be fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. that what you do, Jake? Oh, yeah. You got to catch up with Tom. That's really cool, man. <laughs> you're such an alcoholic. That's super chill. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also, this guy is such a maniac. Jake, what do you put in your cereal in the morning? Oh, ice cold Bud Light. Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. Vireos? <laughs> oh my god actually now that i think of it i bet it's pretty good it is good a honey nut cheerio with bud light instead of milk the trick is you can't go honey nut the sugar doesn't act well with the beer you gotta go just the plain yellow box cheerios and a good crisp light beer so when you so did you figure that out by buying a box of honey nut cheerios and finding out the hard way yes Absolutely. <laughs> okay, I'll ask you this. Uh, did you just eat the whole box with beer anyway, even though there was some sort of chemical reaction? Well, yeah, I'm not going to wait. <laughs> 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 
Well, I I will have to try that sometime. Didn't you also do what was it? It was uh, not Cookie Crisp. Uh, you did like Cocoa Puffs with Guinness. Yeah, that one uh, not not as good. I bet Guinness doesn't. Yeah, I bet Guinness doesn't react well to doing anything other than being poured into a pint glass. Correct. It's yeah. all. It's already a very unstable liquid. No. You could fuck up a Guinness in a lot of ways. I don't know if you should be adding it to goddamn cereal. Yeah. No. Also... And I tried drop-shotting the bowl of cereal, and that didn't work either. Drop-shotting? What do you mean? Oh, like a little Irish car bomb cocoa pebble? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you mix the beer in, and then you did you let it get soggy, or did you just chug it? Oh, no, you gotta let it get soggy, otherwise you can't chug it. Yeah, I mean, what what's the point of having breakfast if you can't fucking chug it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry to ask that question. I'm such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know that answer there, man. I'm the I'm a real dummy. <laughs> oh, Billy. So, have you been mixing alcohol with uh, breakfast foods or anything? How was your week? You know, I've just been mixing whiskey with sausages, just like a normal American. Yeah, I just cut it up, mix it in. I I use the 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 sausages as as a, as like a floater. In the in the rocks glass. Okay, there it is. Yeah. No ice. No ice, just sausage. Sausage links. Yeah, and then yeah. every now and again, whoa, you get whoa, a nice whoa, 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 savory whoa. bite. Whoa, 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 whoa. Patties. Patties? You think I'm a monster? Not a link guy, patties <laughs> over links? No, I'm a link guy, but when I'm when I'm mixing whiskey and my breakfast meats... Oh, okay. Again, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. I, that's on me. Yeah. Well, it's in me. You know how to drink with breakfast, I guess. <laughs> Damn, dude, some, I don't know, bourbon and sausage actually sounds really good right now. It does sound A good. bourbon and a bratwurst, that would be a game changer. Most certainly in this moment. And, uh, did you any, eat anything tasty this weekend, Bilbo? This weekend? No, I haven't been cooking as much lately, uh, which is a bummer. I've noticed that on the Instagram feed. Yeah, I've just been so busy that it's just, you know, it's it's podcast season, so... It's what it is. It's podcast season. It's always stand-up season. It's it's always t-shirt season. It's never not something. And uh, we're in the middle of the red leg season. At you least know, we got to watch a couple good games. That's true. But first, I haven't talked to you in, this is like, you know, over a week. Oh yeah, I just, I came right in here to uh, New Nasty Boys Studios in your kitchen and kind of slipped right into it. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't been here in like 13 days. You haven't, and it, you know, it was fine. I mean, Jake was good. Jake, did you feel good about it? Oh, I felt great. I wish I was watching the Avengers with Doug Stanhope. But yeah, you know, I think I fun. think I think that you should uh, feel good about your inaugural episode. I really enjoyed it, if I do say so myself. I thought Thank the you. I thought the play on words of uh, the title of the podcast was very good. Was that you, Bilbo? That was me. A leave of absence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that extra e there in that v. Yep. Or in that leave, I really enjoyed that. Thank you. Uh, no, but last last weekend was a goddamn dream, dude. Can we talk about not the Avengers itself, but my favorite thing was our group text. Oh boy, Jake. Jake, you son of. How did you know? You'd already seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the leak footage because, well, I'm an asshole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jake, I, uh, I, I I texted him in the group because I got a chance to go and see the Avengers. And Jake 
responded with that to that text at with a giant spoiler. Giant spoiler. <laughs> like like the number one spoiler of the whole movie. And I <laughs> And you know, I I will say as someone who's seen all the movies, I did kind of see it coming. Right. It would but, make sense. Yeah. It would yeah. it would make sense, but Jake did just like Full on Thanos snap the movie for me. <laughs> he just snapped his fingers and told me how it ended. <laughs> like a goddamn savage. I don't know if you guys can hear him, how hard he's laughing by himself in his apartment in Seattle. But he's. This is an empty room, and I'm loving it. <laughs> so, Jake, how many movie endings have you ruined for everyone? Oh, God. Hundreds? Would you consider it a hobby or just like a passion? Yeah, it's a hobby. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty good at it at this point. I know when to drop it right as someone's about to walk into a movie. Oh, man, you're a true uh, piece of shit, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, god damn. Can can you tell your Marley and me story? (laughs) Oh, god. (laughs) I, correct me if I'm wrong, but was that not the same weekend that you went and saw Nacho Libre by yourself? That was not me. That was a different friend. Nacho Libre, American cinematic gold treasure. Very true. It was. It was my favorite movie ever, I think. That's what you That's what you pitched to Matt Hayes in high school. <laughs> All right, listen, you monster. I need to hear the Marley and Me story. Okay, so we were at a some showing and I dipped into Marley and me and at the top of my lungs screamed the dog dies at the end <laughs> and dipped out and got my popcorn and went and saw whatever fucking movie I was seeing <laughs> so had you seen Marley and me no but you know the dog dies at the end. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. yeah that movie would be dog shit if the dog didn't die at the right. end It'd be great if you would have followed up by saying, Owen Wilson also says, wow. Did you see that breakdown? Some some meme or some shit online like broke it down and Owen Wilson has made like $12,000 for every time he said, wow, on, on film. <laughs> just the beautiful internet just letting us in on this fantastic shit. Guy says, wow, and can buy a Kia Soul. Yeah, yeah, no shit. There are people out there just breaking down the facts like that. Easy enough, man. Easy enough. Like people just go out. If you just like put put your eye on a goal and you have access to the internet and Adderall and Americanos, (laughs) then you can just accomplish any feat, anything that you want. Mike, Mike Webster. Oh, hit it! Damn. I didn't even save to pop my top for Mikey Webbs. He's my own blood. Yeah, I got it. That's fucked up. Well, he uh, he got what? Something with uh, Refn? Yeah. On his Facebook? Yeah, no. Uh, Mike Webster is fucking killing it. Um, he's going to ref as to any as high a level as he wants to go. Sure. He can do that. You know, I, I as high a level as he wants to go, he can do it. He just married Megan Conley. A.K.A. Megan Webster, A.K.A. Whoa. my fucking cousin. Whoa! Yeah, so um, he can he can do with his repping career whatever he wants and any level he gets to. I'm I'm mm-hmm. saying he as if he's not listening directly. Yeah. Any level you want to get to, dog, just go to it. Yeah. Be happy. 
Uh, yeah, he could do whatever he wants to. He's an yeah. awesome referee. Yeah, will he yeah. get char- Will he uh, get a foul called him for charging at the honeymoon? Come on, hit it, baby. I would imagine so. Jake, was that worth it? Yes. Okay, there it was. <laughs> no, shout out Mike Webster. Shout I love up. that man. I love you. So um, that's great. So we, I saw Avengers. Here's my thing about uh, Ben Lindbergh has talked about it twice on uh, the Ringer MLB podcast, and he talked about it on Fangraphs. There's one thing he failed to mention. He keeps talking about it, and he's saying, like, oh, they show City Field in it. Not a spoiler, right? They show that in the trailer. But here's the thing. They show City Field, and it's empty, and it just looks like they're playing a day game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they could, yeah. Sadly, they could have gotten drone footage from Great American Ballpark <laughs> on any game. And it yeah. would have had the same effect. Did you see the footage from the White Sox Orioles doubleheader yesterday? No, 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 no. There was probably like seven people, like a countable amount of people. Yes. Oh my god! The oh, like I can list a short list of players from both of those teams combined, and and most of them are because they're prolifically bad. Yeah. Like who's the number one player between the Sox and the Orioles? Chris uh, Davis, Tim Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the White Sox. As far as like name recall for me, I guess I'm speaking for myself. I would That's just fair. be like, first, I'd be like Chris Davis, and yikes, dude. And we roasted the Orioles. I know. I went through their whole goddamn roster, and I can't remember any of them. <laughs> I have Dennis yeah, with. That must have been a fat roast. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> a, yeah, I'm also currently high, but uh, and most of the time that way. So my memory's not the greatest. But I will say this much: the Orioles. Forgettable. Forgettable. Fuck them. Wait, Jake, you have legal weed, right? Yeah. Are you high? No, not yet. Okay. Oh, a true, a consummate, a consummate professional. I guess it's what? Is it four hours behind? So it's seven thirty there. Yeah, only three. I've got a eight thirty. I've got uh, some time before I just start roasting. Okay, dig it. Okay, fair. Oh, enough. you have a couple minutes before you start roasting. You know what I mean? Yo, hit it because you're on a podcast where we roast people. Yeah, dude. I, I I talked about it lightly on a podcast, man. I went out to L.A. and when you experience that legal weed for the first time, I know you did in Colorado on the bachelor party. Yeah, that is the most surreal thing ever. Mm. Oh my goodness, I mm. miss it. I miss you, legal weed. Well. It's legal here in Ohio. You just have to, like, have AIDS. I'll get AIDS. I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy who can get you some AIDS. Dude, I gotta do. I gotta just have unprotected sex with him. That's right. I just have to walk out in the street. Boom, you're an AIDS man. AIDS. AIDS just gotta <laughs> you just gotta drink some strangers come can you hit me with the explanation real quick about the he- hebrew orphan asylum billy's wearing a dope ass t-shirt per use well this is from ebbets field flannels sponsor us please so i don't have to buy your hats anymore you just give them to us we'll talk about come 30 percent less no more more okay more, more, okay more. cool that's billy's pitch <laughs> that's billy's pitch that's fine i'm down i'll, I'll pitch, put that in the contract i'll pitch come <laughs> i'll pitch it <laughs> i'll pitch it in a pinch um, uh, but uh it was exactly what it sounds like it was a baseball league for uh parentless jews yeah i'm gonna say i will say it's pretty aggressive for a t-shirt it's great. It's uh, It says Hebrew Orphan Asylum, which those three words in a row are just 
confounding. Yeah. Uh, I feel and like then asylum was unnecessary. Yeah, asylum is really the most off-putting one, and that's in the, and that's with orphan. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and then I'm not going to make a comment on like Hebrew or anything, but but then <laughs> that's a wild shirt. But then there's just a very aggressive man holding a baseball bat in a in a pretty pretty threatening manner in front of a star of David. So there's that. I think Billy's putting it on that hot ass IG right now. Yeah, I'm tagging them. Ebbets feel Ebbets vintage. Talking about this sweet shirt it's I got from you. Oh, hey, Jake's face. There it is. I figured out that I can move my screen on my laptop. Oh, very nice. Yeah, this guy's over here. Got a big old healthy beard in frame. Billy's over here hitting a, you know, what we like to call being a social media fluid, where you just kind of do it constantly. That's not really a phrase, but it is here. And you there. held it over till I posted it. Yeah, there we in, go. In NBB Studios, <laughs> here we are, and it's out there. It's in there. It's in the internet. Is it, do you go in the internet or are you on the internet? I think you have sex You're with the in internet. It. It's tubes, right? You got to enter them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. The internet is all tubes. Yeah, you can't be on tubes because then you're just squashing it and then it gets all bunched up. But you're watching the tube when you're watching TV, but now all of that is what? Through the internet. internet. So it's all tubes. It comes back. Yeah. All comes back here at the end. It's all coming back to me. It's all coming back to me now. And then I just stab Billy in the chest. <laughs> 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 As we were harmonizing there at the end of that song, I peered above Billy and saw his beautiful wedding gift magnetized cutting board with a bunch of really fine knives on it. Thank you, Chicago Cutlery. Yeah, and that is where that hot, violent riff came from. Brought to you by <laughs> Billy and Alicia's Love. Speaking of hot, violent riffs, this show is brought to you by Armchair All Americans Podcast Network. Uh, they haven't given us codes yet, but doesn't mean that we're we're not on there. Have you ever been sitting in an armchair and thought, God damn, I would like to hear people roast baseball teams while also being funny and wholesome? Well, then here it is. Then welcome to Armchair Sports. All-American. All-American. Sports Podcast Network. Yes, all of that. Have you ever sat in an armchair and wished, man, I wish this was made by All-Americans? Yes. Well, then this is the network for you. And you really can't buy that chair anywhere. But no, you can't. <laughs> but you can hear it through your ears here. Yeah. And we are the new nasty boys of Sit, Come Town. <laughs> That's already a podcast. God damn it! <laughs> How can Come? Con- <laughs> <laughs> That's already a wildly successful so, podcast. Well, we are a not. We're the new nasty boys of the Joe Rogan Experience. That's Fuck! <laughs> That's <laughs> taken two. God damn it! <laughs> well, Son of a bitch. What if we were bald Jizz Town? Okay. Okay, That's I mean, fine. neither of us are bald, and I, I, I've just got to grow this beard out for like another month, and then I'll go mustache. Okay, yeah. that's what's up. Yeah, we're That's about to have our up. mustaches back yeah. together. I We were going to go mustaches for 150, and then I went through. I had a pretty nice little mustache, and then I went through and fucked it up in the trimming process. Yeah, so. I, was, I was pretty sad. Yeah, you know, it is what it is, S-O-C-K-S. Did you was know that? Was there a sneezing accident? Like, how did you fuck up a mustache? Um, it's already very thin and wispy and blonde. So, oh, if, so like Billy's. Yeah, so it's exactly like Billy's. That's why it's in, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in we're doing it together. Yeah. Um, Billy, 
has just taken. He's had how long have you rocked the stash? Uh, Several years. Four years now. Four years. What would it take for it for it to come off? I don't know. A bad day. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a string of bad days. I I told you about what happened in Cleveland. Oh yeah, when people yelled, yelled at, at you and asked and yelled at me and said that I fucked kids. Yeah. I, I almost drunkenly shaved it off. Well, <laughs> I mean, getting uh, getting publicly shamed for being a pedophile might do that to you. Look, I know the mustache makes me look like a pedophile, but the criminal record says I'm a pedophile. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm just trying to be consistent here. <laughs> Damn, then my record may be sealed, but my past is open. Honestly, man, the whole uh, mustache equals pedophile thing at this point is so fucking hack. I know. Who cares? Your mustache, you rock the shit out of it. It I'm looks trying. good. I don't have any other option. No, you look good, brother. Don't worry about it. Jake, you look great, buddy. Yeah, Jake's beard is out of goddamn control. Yes. Yeah, it's it's so thick and lustrous, mm. man. Yeah. This is years of negligence at work. Mm. Oh, years. I think we're at a decade. Yeah. I mean, birds have nested in this. So you have, <laughs> like, when's the last time you had a relatively clean-shaven face? Um, The last time I was clean-shaven was when I worked at the Fresh Market in Oakley, because they don't allow facial hair. That was five years ago? Six years ago? God, time flies. They don't allow facial hair at the fresh market? Yeah, fresh market, fresh faces. That's ridiculous. Yeah, right. <laughs> to be fair, it is a grocery store, and people don't want my pubie beard hair in their food. What? But the but the irony but the irony that uh, you can't have a beard, but most girls there have armpit hair is... Uh, and, you know, whatever. Okay, that wasn't well received by anyone involved. Wow, I liked it. I was waiting for him to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Sorry, internet. There delay. was a delay. That actually murdered for yeah. Jake. <laughs> Jake loved it. Oh, dude. Uh, well, uh, t- the red legs. Yeah, let's uh, let's fucking launch right. Uh, well, Jake, do you have anything particular about your week that you wanted to talk about? Um. <laughs> I will say this. I would like to sing the praises of Doug Stanhope. If you're listening, you probably know that he's awesome. Sure. But he's just, uh, the weekend up at the club was fantastic. Go Bananas, like, did, you know, we did well. It was a good weekend yeah. for us as a as a company. And he is so gracious. He's everything that a headliner should be. Yeah. He's, his ego is to the point where he's fully aware how everyone feels about him. But... He uses that power for good and, like, is yeah. very nice to people. Uh, Super inclusive. He knows everyone's name. Yeah. He watched your set. It was so fun. It was, it was a good weekend. It was a, it was a wild weekend. I have a bingo story. You got a bingo story. Right. A couple. Well, to start, when, when I first saw Doug, I was talking to Bingo out back at McLevy's. I can say McLevy's because it was called McLevy's. Yeah. And I was talking to her, and I smiled... And then she grabbed my face, lifted up my lip, and started rubbing my gap in my teeth. And it was just like, ooh, I love a, a good man with a gap tooth. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so there was that. And then uh, I got a lot fatter, and she didn't really remember me, which is fine. I get it. And this time, we were just, I was just talking. I found a condom 
in the in the showroom, like an unopened condom. And I was just goofing, and I went in the green room, and I handed it to Doug. I'm like, do you need this? And he was like, no. And then I handed it to Bingo, and she was like, do you need this? And she went, and she smiled. She's like, yeah. And she was like, you're, fu- you're funny. I like you. <laughs> Doug, I called dibs on him tonight. Oh, yeah. And so I said, uh, dibs? She's like, yeah, I'm taking you home. You free later? I went, hold on. Let me check with my wife. <laughs> no shit. And Alicia's back there. She's working at the server like station. <coughs> She's at the server station. And I go, hey, babe, do you mind if I go home with Bingo? And she goes, I don't care. And so I leaned in. I was like, Bingo, she said it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the story about how Billy, uh... I fucked Bingo in front of Doug. It was so weird. Total cuck situation. Yeah. <laughs> what a magic moment created at Go Bananas <laughs> Comedy Club. That's true romance. Yeah, that's a beautiful thing. He's just such a good dude. Him and Bingo it's, alike. They're the best. His act is wild. His fans are the shit. They drink like crazy, they which drink, is awesome. They drink like fish. They're polite. They're well they behaved. Tip like crazy. Yeah. And uh, they show up on time. God damn it, what a fun fucking weekend. It was awesome. And if you're listening to this now, uh, on the on this current weekend of May third or through the fifth, sixth, mm-hmm. uh, go up to Go Bananas again. Watch the Reform Tours. They're funny. Yeah, as go shit. see them on Sunday because we have tomorrow, which we'll get to. But Go to the ballpark on Saturday. Sorry, Bananas. Everyone needs to be at the ballpark Saturday because I'm going to plug our baby boy. Yes. Tom Tashia's 150-year pavilion. There's going to be a ceremony at 5 o'clock. It's happening. Go see that. Yeah, go take that in. Tom showed me some pictures. It's gorgeous, man. It's great. I'm so excited. Take it in. Take it all in. And he... He made it with his fucking bare hands. Yeah. He crafted it with his fingers. Yeah. And now we get it's so it's so cool. He's just the man and yeah. what a treat. And he wants to come back on. Yeah. And and we'll have him back on, baby. Of course. He's like, I wanna come back on. I've got a week open. Guys come on into the studio. Yeah. Cause he's open from now until he's yeah, I'd say his, his workload stuff is, is, is slowed down. That's, I'd say his workload after Cooperstown and and the it, it's all kind of calmed down. So I'm gonna go see him Saturday. Um, if you see me, um, say hi. I'll buy you a beer. I will stick to that. If you're like, hey, you're Billy from the New Nasty Boys, I go. Excuse me. Thank you. I owe you a. Th- $14.50 beer. I'm going to drop a $20 bill on you to drink some cold barley soup. That's it, barley soup. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. So, that's good. Hey, Jake. Yeah? How do you feel about uh, us being right about the prediction? Nailed it. Oh, how do I feel about it? Not great. But, do, <laughs> but does it feel good to be right? Uh, when it comes to the Reds losing... It always feels right. <laughs> God damn it! I wish that wasn't true. I know we went, <laughs> we went one for three, uh, one for uh, one for two against one for three against the Cards. Jesus Christ! And then we split against the Mets. Um, I feel like we could have won two out of three from the Cards, and then we could have won three out of four from the Mets. Uh, we'll get to the Mets series, but to start, I mean, the starting pitching was great again. Absolutely yeah. dominant. Yeah. Dominant. You could use the word dominant. Tanner Roark. Eating up innings and, uh, yeah, keeping the pitch count low, hitting spots. Jake, what was his last start? Do you remember off the top of your head? Roark? Yeah, well, how'd he do? Sure don't. 
Okay. Well, we tried. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I was like, Jake, tell me the numbers. He's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look at Tanner's last start. I'm pulling it up right now. Tanner Rourke, also the uh, the wearer of a very beautiful beard. Oh, magnificent. Oh, goddamn right. It's thick and lustrous, and I appreciate what he's bringing to the table. We're working with the iPad right now. Tanner's last start's coming up. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. He's number 35. Yeah, he is. I do know that much about Tanner Rourke. You're nailing sweet it. face. You're absolutely right. His last start, he went up against the gosh darn Cardinals. Yeah, he did. Here's what sucks about goddamn MLB.com. Is they have all these beautiful numbers, these sweet zones, but it's a pain in the ass to find their last start. It sucks. I should just be using baseball reference. Game logs. There it is. Here we go. His last start was... Bop, bop, bop. Against the... Mets? Mets. I yeah, thought he went against... Monday. I thought he went against the cards. Well, I'm wrong. And he did not eat innings at all. He had a bad start. No, he, he ate something, though. He did eat something. It wasn't well, dick. Well, let's talk about the, his good start. Or we can talk about the start that he just had that wasn't that good. We'll get to that. Bottom line, Tanner Rourke is getting it done for us at the moment, as are <laughs> all of our starting pitchers. Luis Castillo was just named the NL Pitcher of the fucking month. Yeah. God which, damn right. How, I mean, that's, oh, that, that's, that's really cool that people – he was good enough that they had to pay attention to him, even though he's currently pitching for a team that's not doing very well. I mean, how could you ignore those stats? He was dominant this month. Yeah, like, no, the whole month, an ERA under one. Yeah, yeah, complete. forty-three and a third innings, twenty-six hits given up. That's yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's bonkers. He was unhittable. Yeah, I mean, look at his his last start was just insane. He's at six and two thirds. It was a that was a down start for him. That exactly, was a bad start. He yeah. didn't have his control. Exactly. And he fucking crushed it. Like, go for it, Bill. He still had seven strikeouts. Yeah. He gave up one bomb and five hits. He wasn't on his game, but it still wasn't. His ERA went up from 1.23 to 1.45. That's almost more exciting than seeing him go out with lights out stuff the whole game and seeing him dominate, is seeing him go out there, not have. The complete command, the complete touch, all the swagger and all of it, and still go out there and pretty much just dominate. Right. I and mean, keep five, the Reds in the game. Yeah, like, it, that's it. Is that I mean, even though we're five games under five hundred, we we could easily be five games over five hundred. I mean, yeah. we, the the number drops right a few times. We've lost so many one run games. It's painful. I mean, I think yeah. I, I think at this point in the season, we've lost one to nothing three times. We are five and eight, I believe, in one run games. Five yeah. and eight in one run games. Thirteen one run games is just already too fucking many. Put more yeah. up on the board. These are not one run games where it's seven to six. Right. These are one run games where it's two to one, one to nothing, three to two. God. I mean, we just traded one nothing games with the fucking Mets. Exactly. And I mean, like, and today. Today was in, we'll get to we'll get to that, but that was infuriating. Um, let's look at Sonny Gray's last start in St. Louis. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. 
it was he's just been getting killed by one bad inning every start yeah yes exactly that was the There's same one with, bad uh, inning he just falls apart he'll fucking walk a few batters it'll get in his head yeah but he has been an absolute ace i mean i am so excited to have him on the team for the next four years it's hard to believe that he's locked in for that long because he's looked really, really good this year. Yeah. And we have him and Castillo for that long. Absolutely. Castillo may be longer. I mean, we have plenty of time to lock up Castillo. Yeah, we've got Castillo for a long time paying him virtually nothing. I mean, we could we could lock up Castillo long term. For 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 Sonny Gray money. You could pay, you could pay him ten mil a season. For the next five years. You could buy out his arbitration. Yeah. Could be running out of time on that deal, though, if he keeps pitching like he is. No shit. I mean, that's not a thing you wait to the offseason for. That's a thing you... You acune, you acune him. Acuna. Acuna. Yeah, you gotta acune him. <laughs> acune him. Give him a real bad deal. Get him real low. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to Albies him, but... Dude, uh, speaking of Mike Webb's where we brought him up, he texted me this the other day. Think about these trades. We got Suarez for Alfredo Simon. We got Castillo for Dan Straley. And we got Disco for Matt Latos. Yeah. That's that's pretty fucking incredible. We won in all three of those trades. Disco has been on... Just imagine who we can get this year. Yeah. We're about to trade Matt Kemp. We're about to trade... We might trade Yasiel. We might trade Alex Wood. Well, you can't trade... We could get a whole flush of talent in. You can't trade Yasiel if he's not going to fucking hit the ball. Yeah, Yasiel right now is not a hot commodity, and I, I mean you're right that everyone is pretty much on the mar- on the trading block. I would say for the most part, but it would be I would I would hate to see Yasiel not even get a full season in red in the red legs uniform. That would be sad. He's yeah. just he's 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 just so thick. I just he's so fun. I just he's love so, him so on fun. our team. He's so easy man. to root for. He's a lovable character. Yeah, like, couldn't agree more, dude. He's a I guy just, that you want on your team. I've got a total like, crush on Yasiel. Yeah, I mean, he's great. The clubhouse, I mean, you know, can't be understated. He's a guy that you want in there. He's a affable fellow. Like, how do you not want him on your team? Well, it's the but Cincy the Shirts time, shirt. He's a great asset. And the fact that... He brings defense to right field that we haven't seen in a long time. He's gotten to show off his arm already, and we're not even 30 games into the season. Jay Bruce had some good defense in right field, fellas. Jay, Jay Bruce had a gun. Damn right. Got a frozen rope on him. Yeah, he does. But, I mean, the flair that Yasiel brings is definitely fun. Let's talk about Disco real quick. I was ready to send him down. But, yeah, and then he crushed it. Yeah, I mean, his start in St. Louis, six innings pitched, four hits, uh, three walks, six strikeouts, no earned runs. Zero earned runs, baby. And then against the Mets, he went five and two-thirds with three hits, a walk, and eight strikeouts. Yeah. I mean, that's beautiful. That's all you need. That That's all you need from a starting pitcher, especially with how our uh, bullpen's been playing lately. It's so frustrating that we're five games under five hundred. Uh, yeah, you look yeah. at our team. I mean, here's it's, it's a tough luck team. I mean, we. I feel like our record isn't reflective of the talent that we've been putting on the field. That's exactly what Thom said. 
Well, and he, and he knows best. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. We've just, uh, yeah, I already said it, I, but 13 and 18, we could easily be, uh, yeah, 20 and whatever, that, 20 and 10, 20 and 11. It could yeah. easily be that. The only highlight for me in the outfield at the dish is Winker. Yeah, Winker's yeah. had a couple. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he uh, Winker has had a monumental week. In fact, yeah, yes. he had that home run in the ninth against the Mets. Yeah, waved him off. Yeah, oh, and the then wave. and then talked a lot of shit. And then today we'll talk. I mean, the the we you foreshadowed the it. Catch to end uh, that one run game on, and then waved everyone off. And then waved everyone off. I love Winker. But then here was the move. His first strikeout today, uh, the Mets fans waved him off. Uh, how about when he got tossed? Mets fans waved for about twenty minutes. Yeah, straight. no, it yeah, got a standing ovation. Marty it's, Foster. No, yeah, yeah, no, no shit. It was the loudest that stadium's been all year when Winker got tossed. Yeah, I mean, people people outside the ballpark heard they're like, "Oh, they're finally playing." Yeah, and <laughs> and the call was fucking abysmal. Okay. That was horseshit. It was, it was yeah. four balls outside and six balls high. Yeah. It was, I mean, even the I the 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 replay that I saw on Twitter were New York callers, the caller commentators in New York City. Yeah. And they were laughing about how shitty of a call it was. Uh, I mean, it was laughable. I was yeah. I was surprised that Bell didn't get run. Because he went out there and tried to get... Dude, he went out there like a bullet. He, he the slide he's stop. a fiery little <laughs> fuck, man. He really is. Yeah, he, he went is. out. He went out there like a bullet and got in between his, uh, the blue and Winker just a, a couple seconds too late before Winker got run. I was very... Winker su- was going to get run. He I was going to get run. I think he wanted to get run. It was the only What's way. Fucked? Yeah. The whole si- What's fucked about the whole situation is that Marty Foster... It looked like Marty Foster instigated that conversation. Yep. I mean, Winker wasn't saying anything. He just he stepped back. He put his head down. He shook his head. He looked annoyed, which is what happens when a hitter running his fucking mouth. That's exactly what it looked like. Yep. Yeah. No. I mean, a pitch a a batter is allowed to be frustrated when now he's down in the count. Like he didn't show him up. He didn't turn around and scream. He didn't throw his arms up. Because that's what all these little bitch ass umpires. No offense, Mike Webster. Uh, <laughs> like they they don't like it when they get quote showed up. You know, they don't of like course. it when somebody makes them look bad. Because I don't want to look bad. Because I'm the referee. I'm the umpire. Right? No, it's he all did. An ego trip. He it's a total fucking ego trip. Yeah. He knew he blew it. Winker blew uh, called him on blowing that call, and he just. Yeah. You know, maybe that guy had a bad fucking day. That was the you know? whole game. He was giving Syndergaard the outside part of the plate the entire game. A couple yeah. balls off the plate. Yeah. Like, if you're watching it on TV and the little fucking strike zone square, consistently called strikes with yeah. the ball being outside of that square. Yep. Consistently. Absolutely. Yeah, it was it was egregious. It was really bad. And Syndergaard doesn't need the help. That motherfucker throws the ball no, 100 fucking- miles an hour. He's yeah, a like, stud. He's the last dude that needs the help. Yeah, he's a stud. He doesn't need help. There was one good thing that came from Winker getting tossed. That good thing was watching Yasiel take a count into take a take a sequence into a full count. 
Can you think of any other time that's happened this season? No, that guy is sitting dead red on anything he sees that's straight. Jake, have you seen it? He took a full, he took a full count, no less, with two garbage strike calls from Marty Foster in that at-bat. Like... Man, it was I, it was it was the best at bat I've seen from Puig all season. He has not shown any patience whatsoever. He's just swinging a loud stick. That's all he's got out there. Yep. So yep. Hopefully, he's turning a corner. You know, showing the patience that he showed his entire career up until this point. Like yeah. I mean, he today he saw three pitches and made three outs. Yeah. It's. I mean that's what's killing me. I I don't understand why you why most of these people like most of the hitters aren't taking them later going later into counts. And we talked we've talked about this before like that Turner Ward mentality, which is what Jake. Uh, for strike swing, like you be aggressive, you be aggressive out there. Why? I mean, there's 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 points where you look at the pitch count and you're like, why are why are we in the why are we in the top of the sixth and there's two outs and there's only 55? I know, man. We're too pitches aggressive. on the starter. And if you're a team that isn't hitting well, I mean, we're talking about Yasiel. We're 31 games into the season. Yasiel's sitting at 184. Right. He's batting yeah. a buck 84. Granted, he has 15 ribbies, but, you know, 19 hits out of 105 I mean, at bats isn't getting it done, especially when you're not walking because you're getting out early in at bats. Yeah. His walk rate has plummeted, and his strikeout rate has skyrocketed. I mean, he is just. Do you think it's because he's He's just out there to win the game every at bat, and that's not what we need. Like, that's not what we got him for. Yeah, for sure. Correct. I think it's scary the idea of Puig stepping into the Great American and looking around and being like, "Look at this little matchbox." Yeah, and, exactly. And thinking yeah. I'm going to hit 50 home runs this year. And yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, he is grip. He's just gripping it and ripping it a little too much. He'll calm down. I would, I would I'd like to see hope him so. Play some doubles. That's, well, I mean, I'd rather see him with forty doubles than forty homers. Yeah, no shit. And I would, I mean, you can keep Puig in there batting two hundred before you can keep Shebler in there batting two hundred because Puig, Puig is a complete asset in the outfield. Exactly, and Shebler Shebler's not a major league player at this point. Shebler's <laughs> Shebler's a liability defensively, yeah, and no, is and is, is no currently that at the plate. What Jake? There's no reason Shebler should be on the roster. I no reason. None. I mean, he's not. He's not hitting. We have plenty, plenty of talented minor league players down there. Like Josh Van Meter is crushing it. Like, Dude, we just we just sent down Philip Irvin. Yeah, he's a, he's more of a major leaguer right now than Shebler is, and has proved that this season. Yeah, I know it's very frustrating. Who you got pulled up, Billy? I'm looking at Joseph Daniel. I'm worried. JD Votto, it's down. Yeah, a little bit, but it's. I don't know if I should. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. I know. I'm not worried. Yeah. But there's some at bats where I see he's taking that aggressive approach, and he's never been that. So I don't know. I'm just always a little worried, and I shouldn't be. But no, what you're saying about Van Meter, he plays first, right? Van Meter plays everywhere. Okay, that's the other thing. He's like, had five starts at first. 
11 starts at second, 7 starts at third. Like, the guy's a super utility player who's absolutely crushing the ball in AAA. But we're sitting here with Scott fucking Shebler. Can't even hit his weight. Like... Not only can he not hit his weight, I mean, it just seems like he was... he. He's lost. It's not. Yeah. Even, he's not even seeing com, coming close to seeing the ball well. Every pinch hit opportunity he gets, I just turn the TV off. I'm like, oh, all right. Like I'll start making dinner or something. I can just walk away. <laughs> How about Peraza this series, especially with that hit last night in the yeah, night? Apparently, like all we have to do is just start talking shit about Peraza, and he starts hitting. <laughs> We have to threaten to send him down. Like, since we, exactly. Since we dogged him last week, he was 8 for 26 with a homer, four ribbies, two stolen bases, and only three strikeouts. Like, we just got to keep talking shit about Peraza. Well, I mean, Scooter's going to be a minute, but that's the option. That I mean, that's the only way I make room unless you send down Kyle Farmer. Yeah, I mean, Farmer has options left. Kyle Farmer just sit, just sitting on our roster because they felt cute because they picked him up. Right. Why is he yeah. there, dude? Like, why is he there? It's the same reason why Shebler's there. I mean, we sent down Philip Irvin, which all points all signs point to what, Bilbo? Guys. 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 Tomorrow. Today. Nick Senzel. Nick Senzel's coming up. Absolutely. He's gotta be coming up. Oof. Which is so He's exciting. Lead hitter. We can put Votto in the two slot he will love it there yeah can you how exciting is the aspect that tomorrow Sincel gets brought up and he never goes back down and he never goes yes. back down what is what if this is the beginning of the Nick Sincel era that's what if this so is just fucking exciting into Anthony Rendon like Oh, it's fuck. so it's so exciting, man. He could be that player for us. And tomorrow, I mean, it's it, nothing official yet, but we're pretty sure, right? I mean, Billy, you looked it up. He didn't start for Triple A. He didn't he play didn't in the, Louisville. He didn't play in Louisville tonight. They've been teasing it all week. Yeah, like, we, I've heard we so many reports. We sent down Irvin, and there would be zero fucking reason. There is no reason to send down Irvin. We should have sent down Shebler. But yeah. who cares if it means that we get Sinzel in the starting lineup tomorrow? Can you fucking imagine how exciting that is? That is so exciting. I'll tell you that. Your choice, brother. Uh, Billy's over there bringing out the round three of beers. What a goddamn boy. I love that man. <laughs> We're getting a little saucy. Getting just a, quite a little bit saucy. But no, I don't know. I mean, if Sinzel comes up. Who's the odd man out? I mean, Shebler should be in the minors. Like. I mean, they already made the move. The move has been made. They sent Irvin to make room. Yeah. Yeah, they're making room for him, but I mean, like they, they're going to sit. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Billy. And the name of MW. Nice. There it is. So I guess Sinzel comes up. They sit Shebler, Winker in left, Twig in right, Sinzel in middle. Yeah. Or center, center, middle, Mid- is fine. middle's fine. Middle, middle field. Sense, what fine. the fuck am I talking about? Are you going to the bathroom right now, Jake? No, I was grabbing a beer as well. Oh, oh fuck yeah! Cheers. We friend. went on the journey. Yeah, Sinzel's been out of his mind the last uh, two weeks in AAA since he came back from injury. 
Yeah, because he's, he's not he's, a triple A player. Because he he's wants a, to be a major leaguer. Yeah, he no, he, he yeah, he's yeah. he's just down there with that triple A pitchers, and it's uh, showing. He's batting like three fifteen or something over the last three weeks. Um, I would like to say this real quick. I dubbed the last episode parentheses cut Zach Duke. Yeah, and what did he do today? Uh, he got the win. No, 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 no. Today he got the win yesterday. He, yeah, he struck out the side, didn't he? He looked pretty good. Yeah. We do need left-handed arms down in our bullpen. We didn't strike out the side. I'm sorry. He retired. He he got out of it. He made a one-two-three inning. I'll take it at this point. I will too. That's fine. So I mean, you could easily just bring up Cody Reed, but fuck it. You're paying someone two million dollars. Cody Reed's been getting spanked. It's That's all right. wild that we're giving him that kind of money. Wait, he's getting spanked down there. Cody Reed? Yeah. Yeah, well, they're still stretching him out as a starter. Ugh. He's yeah. not. I I mean, I agree, but shit. Whatever. He's the, he's the main piece in the Cueto trade, and I think that they still want to get something out of him. But that you are. He's a solid left-handed reliever. Yeah, coming out of the pan is where he's best <laughs> utilized. Yeah. God damn it, Jake. Tell this to the Reds. I'll call him. <laughs> Give yeah. him a fucking ring. Let him know. Yeah, but yeah, whatever. I, I, I just, I, I don't know. Uh, I, <sighs> but you, you have to feel good about Senzel. I immediately think that's going to change the lineup. Uh, I mean, yeah, like you said, leadoff guy and someone in center field who can play center field, because you know, I think I can think of two or three games that we would have won if we had a center fielder. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. A couple balls that could have gotten tracked down. Yep. Absolutely. And he's just a, a athletic kid. You yeah. just stick him out there and let him run around in center field. He's going to get the job done. I trust him in center. I don't think he's going to end his career as an outfielder, but I like, I'm here for him uh, yeah. starting off in center. That's fine. He's also a guy you want in your clubhouse. I mean, he's such an energetic player that... I, I think he give could give a real jolt to this roster. Agreed. Just bringing him up, just having that personality in the clubhouse. Yeah. Uh, I got a tweeted at today by dear friend of the show, Nick Dika, bassist for the Arkells, uh, because someone asked him, like, hey, are your Cincy boys just as excited about Nick Senzel as Toronto is about Vladdy Jr.? Oh, yeah. Easily. See, that's what I said. I'm very excited for this. I said, I said, I tweeted. Uh, I'm, I'm, ex- we're, we're very excited. It's he's going to help bring the offense out of the doldrums, and we're going to have someone that's that's yeah. competent that can play center. Yeah, I'd say that Reds fans are definitely just as excited. Obviously, it doesn't have the heat that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. does. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, clearly, it's not going to get the same upswell as a Hall of Famer Jr. Exactly. Of course, but like, yeah, dude, if you follow the Reds and you're and you're like on board for this season and you're fucking yeah. jazzed about it, you know exactly who Nick Senzel is. Right. And you know exactly how exciting it is that him being on our roster. No, I, I'm fucking, I, I'm jazzed. Like I just said, man. What We're if he ne- What if he never goes back down? He won't. I promise you that. Yeah. I will put money on it that he will never go back. And, down. And it starts now. 
And it starts right now. It's fun. It starts right now. No, it's uh, I'm, I'm I'm so excited. I'm dude. pumped. And, and I'm going to but, the game tomorrow. Side note, we're playing the Giants. Side note, Trevor Gott. Side note, I'm also going. Yeah, we're going to the game. Trevor Gott is in the pin for the Giants. I hope that the Reds win ten to nothing, and Trevor gets in and get and 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 strikes out what strikes out the side. Yeah. The only pitcher that doesn't give up a run. Yeah, I hope everyone gets fucking bombed except for Trevor Gott. God, I'm so excited. He's back you, in the league. Buddy. You hope he doesn't get. Got. Yeah, I hope he doesn't get got. Yeah, I, I can't wait to go and, and scream at him in the bullpen and embarrass him, and oh. it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. Let's um, – you know what, guys? We are closing out the AL East. East, 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 We're going to be done with our first American League division. And then we get to bring it on over to the filthy-ass, bitch-ass – Nasty ass, gonna get won by the Reds ass, National League. National League East. Very exciting. You know those guys, the Mets and the Braves and the Phillies. We get to roast fucking uh, Bryce Harper. That's so exciting coming up. But right now we got the butt fucking Boston Red Sacks. Red Sacks. The fucking Sacks. The goddamn Sacks. Um, let's get up off the rip right here with. John William Henry II. Uh, John William Henry started making his millions as a soybean trader, which makes sense because he looks like he's 95% soy. (laughs) (laughs) He is a very, very rich man. And then John William Henry II was one of the first people to get rid of having bottles at the ballpark and only serve beverages in cups and cans. He did that so he could be the only long neck in Fenway. (laughs) Uh, you mentioned how wealthy he is. Very rich. Yeah, John William Henry II. He has enough money to cure cancer, but instead he just walks around looking like he has cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Very sickly man. <laughs> Doctor? Um, you guys missed the biggest burn of them all. Uh, John Henry grew up a Cardinals fan. Oh, gross. Ew. Disgusting. I know, right? Isn't that just dirty? That's as bad as it gets. He also has the tiniest face I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> He's very small. It's really weird. I, I found out that uh, Ted Williams' son was named John Henry Williams. Weird. Isn't that weird? It feels wrong. Creepy. It does feel wrong. Yeah, it does feel wrong. <laughs> Ostrich-looking ass. Yeah, I got him that, with that last time. Uh, then let's move on to GM Dave Dombrowski. Uh, he looks like Jimmy Stewart, but instead of acting, he looks like he closes down orphanages. <laughs> and then I said, he looks like if Gumby had hair replacement surgery and a retirement plan. <laughs> Dave Dombrowski. More like Dave Dumbface Browski. Am I right? This fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> did you guys, uh, have you guys heard about the, like this trend about the super wealthy elite getting blood transfusions? With, like, younger people? Yes. You've heard about yes. that? Well, oh, Dave yeah. Dombrowski was doing that way before it was cool. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. When it first hit mainstream, he laughed and he was like, you guys, ne- you guys are just getting blood slaves? That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's insane. Wow, first that, time, long time. First time, that's insane. First time caller. Miguel Cabrera's career. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Brash? 
Uh, Dave Dombrowski <laughs> looks like Droopy Dog in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Is that it? That's all I got. I love it, though. I'm about uh, it. On to the Cora of the uh, argument. Uh, Alex Cora, manager. Alex Cora looks like Mighty Mouse had too much cheese and it all went straight to his cheeks. Right into it, baby. Leaned in. Alex Cora. Uh, also, what's bigger, the green monster or Alex Cora's ears? <laughs> I don't know, but I know the seats on Cora's ears are more expensive. <laughs> also, do you know what uh, Alex Cora's ears and the green monster have in common? Tell me. Manny Ramirez has come out of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, DJ Alex Schubert, for that uh-huh. one. Alex Cora, I, I don't know, if, like, have you looked at his Twitter or anything? He's, like, really shady. He bitches so much about the fans and the media that when asked, uh, Alex, do you think this slow start is something to worry about? He said, no, no. <laughs> He's just kind of a big baby. He just, like, tweets all this cryptic shit about, like, these like Spanish songs where the lyrics are like, I don't care what you think about me and I'm going to do Ugh. me. And it's like, yeah, man, you guys, uh, Chris Sale sucks ass this year. What's up with that, coach? Do you do you think, uh, so wait, Alex Cora is Enrique Iglesias in a fat suit? Yes, precisely. Got there it. it is. Nailed it. Cool. You nailed it's it. Enrique Iglesias if he got stung by a bee. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like brown Dustin Pedroia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's all I got on that Cora piece of shit. Doctor, what do you got? Uh, I, I don't have a burn, but did you know that Alex Cora has the third longest at bat in Major League history? Really? Hey, there you go. 18 that... pitches. No shit. Yep. He fouled off 14 straight before finally hitting a home run. No wow. shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's that's like a great tidbit. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> wow. that's I really enjoy that. <laughs> I feel like I need to explain why I call him Doctor. He hit a home run on the 18th pitch. Yeah, I wow. can't even imagine that. Wow, that's <laughs> badass. Mighty Mouse, dude. Why do you call him Doctor? So his nickname was and still is Doctor Reginald J. Skeffington. Okay. Doctor, how did you get that name? Um, years of stupidity. Uh, <laughs> like, so Skeffingtons is the. Uh, like, formal wear rental place in Cincinnati, right? Okay, and yeah, yeah. Reginald, I mean, goddamn, just a badass name. <laughs> so it all got pieced together, and that's like your alter ego? Yeah. Dr. I, Reginald Skeffington? J. Yep. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I'm there's a J in idiot. there. That's very important. Yes, <laughs> stands for J. J. Uh, let's move on to that designator, designator, you know, designator Who's hitter. the designator for the Boston Red Sox? It is J.D. Martinez. His full name is Julio Daniel Martinez. It's like the M. Night Shyamalan of names. It throws some real twist at you. <laughs> uh, um, Julio Daniel is a combination that you don't expect, just like the people of Boston. Progressive and racist? Both at the same time. That's it's, what that city is. Just meets in the middle. Yeah. Multitasking. Uh, Julio Daniel sounds like the first person to wear a coonskin hat at the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of Boston being progressive and not progressive. Eh. That's exactly what they are. I just bit my tongue. 
And it's like, hey, let's go smoke some legal weed at the Black Lives Matter rally, you yeah. faggot. Yeah, you faggot. <laughs> It's like, well, I think you're kind of missing the point. I guess these Black Lives Matter, they're around. <laughs> oh, J.D. Martinez. I stared at this man's face on Google Images for a long time. J.D. Martinez has the smile of a man who uh, realizes it's nearly impossible to write a joke about him. <laughs> He's like, yeah, what do you want me to do? I'm batting 300 for my career and I look like a Ken doll. <laughs> what, 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 what do you fucking want for me? No, he's uh, uh, he's so good. What a stud! God, yeah, I know he's a stud. He's, God damn, he's good at. Baseball. I mean, if he keeps it up, he could be top top hundred all time. Yeah, for sure, he could get on that list. He can get on a coffee table book for sure. Jake, what do you think about that? I've got nothing for JD, but I meant like I love him. Yeah. top hundred all time. You think that could happen if he keeps it up? Uh, if he keeps this pace, yes. Absolutely. He has had a couple seasons where he has not been very durable. That either means that those seasons of rest are going to help him longer in his career, or yeah. he is injury prone and he's not going to have a very long career. But I agree with you. If he plays for another eight to ten seasons yeah. on this trajectory, yeah, absolutely. Hall of Famer, yeah. top 100. Yeah, he's yeah, a guy that sure. will definitely benefit from being a full time DH. Was he yes. was was he MVP last year? No, his numbers no, last year. Third. His numbers last year were fucking bonkers. Think about this: he batted three thirty with one hundred thirty RBIs and forty three uh, home runs. Yeah, that's fucking bonkers. Think about this: the MVP last year was Mookie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then who was second, Doctor? I think it was. Mike Trout, right? Yeah, Mike yeah. Trout. He's been first or second in MVP voting every year of his career. His whole fucking career, yeah. Every year of his career, first or second. And he's stuck in Anaheim. Yeah. Oh, it sucks. And then three, J.D. Martinez. Yeah. And they're dog shit this season. Yeah, very bad. That feels good. Uh, <laughs> that feels real good. Come on. There we go. Second baseman, Dustin Pedroia. Uh, he looks like a Keebler elf who said, fuck cookies, and became an ice road trucker. <laughs> uh, he looks like a balding chipmunk whose parents were a can of skull and a box of shotgun shells. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dustin Pedroia is the first ever Red Sox second baseman to win the Silver Slugger Award. He did it in 2008. After that, there was a slight dip in his numbers, but that's because they changed the rules uh, on him, saying he it was uh, now against the rules to stand on a phone book while in the batter's yeah, box. Yeah, you can't do that. No, can't do that. That is not. It slows down the game for one, <laughs> yeah. and that's what we're trying not to do. And we're going through all these yellow pages. Yeah, no, it's it's Ugh. not it's not good for the earth. Yeah, or anything. we got to go pick these from the trash. <laughs> Dustin Pedroia and his rigid ass face. He looks like a guy who would die in the first 30 seconds of a battle scene in Game of Thrones. <laughs> just like immediately knife through the throat, like just to open it up with a bang. And uh, he's missed some time the last couple of years. He's got a bum left knee, but it was definitely not from kneeling in protest. He's got a real All Lives Matter vibe to it. <laughs> he definitely does. That guy has a gun. Uh, he's got a flag made out of guns. <laughs> Somewhere on his car sticker. He's a Blue Lives Matter for sure. That's what he's saying. He's like an All Lives Matter guy. No doubt. Mm. Black Lives Matter? Don't you mean All, all Lives Matter? Matter? I'm from Boston. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, man. Also, just another pretty dope baseball player that I've liked for a while. I've always hated him. You, not a not a Pedroia guy. No, I hate the Red Sox. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, that's right. You do hate him. I just yeah. like a guy who's under 5'10", who hits for power, plays second base. He's Craig Biggio. He looks like a dipshit. He's swinging that big old bat. Yeah. He looks like a dumbass. He looks like Bam Bam with yeah, more forgot, downs. I forgot until I was doing this research that he won an MVP. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah, oh eight, dog. I was Absolute a junior. Rookie of the year. Yeah, come the fuck on, doctor. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sox fan. Dude, Muddy Muddy Chicken can swing a stick for sure. Muddy yeah. Chicken is his nickname. Yeah, the Muddy Chicken. Well, then I'm I'm super here for that. Oh, yep. absolutely. Dustin like Pedro is the best baseball player alive. Billy doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay, okay, there it is. Shots fired. You got anything on Dustin, or do you got too much of a boner for him? Uh, I do love Dustin Pedroia, but I will say that his career has faded faster than his hairline. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, Xander. Oh, Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts uh, sounds like a blood disease from the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we actually can't confirm you for trip off of the planet because you yeah, have Xander, Xander Bogarts. Bogart. <laughs> I'm sorry. You'll be staying here and dying in the gases fumes before we send you to Venus. Yeah, you can't go to the colony on the moon because you have Xander Bogarts. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thank you. That's Thank great. You. <laughs> um, also, what's up with that left eyebrow? He looks like Scar from Lion King, but instead of killing Simba's dad, it looks like he roofied Simba's mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, fuck. You got me on the oh, Xander Oh, sorry. Ones. Xander was born in Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you to a barber to fix that dumb fucking mohawk. <laughs> Damn, Billy just fucking ripped Xander Bogarts. That was those were all great. Man, I just ripped you a third asshole, son. <laughs> I just ripped you a third eyebrow line, dog. Dude, your third eye is my first time I'm fucking. Oh. Ah. I said uh, Xander Bogarts looks like an anime porn star. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sorry, I was hitting my jewel. That was so fucking funny. And uh, that was hilarious. And then also Xander Bogarts is worth. 50,000 points in Scrabble. (laughs) (laughs) Xander Bogarts. What an absurd name. What a fucking buffoon. Bogarts. Uh, That's all I got on him. Doctor? I've got nothing. I love Xander Bogarts. Yeah, two weeks to work on this, you son of a bitch. You shouldn't have picked my second favorite team, motherfucker. I wanted you to represent him. That's a true. That's a fact. That's a fact. Whatever. We'll figure out someone for the NLE... We'll figure out someone for the NL East. Um, just you hate the Nationals, right? Uh, yeah, I, I basically hate everyone from the NL East. Oh. Okay, I can dig it. That'll be easy. Uh, all right, left field, Andrew Benatendi. Benatendi doesn't sound like a ball player's last name. It sounds like the name of a touring mall magician. <laughs> the great Benatendi. The great Benatendi <laughs> performing in front of Claire's this Tuesday. Yeah, coming to a TGI Fridays near you. <laughs> Dude, I used to love going to TGI Fridays for the magician as a kid. Wait, they had that? Oh, yeah. No, they didn't Lexington, boy. Wow. They didn't Lexington. <laughs> <laughs> we lost Jake. He's full 180 on the bed. Yeah, we had her kind of 
goddamn magician. Wait, Jake, did we have one of the Anderson one? I don't think so. <laughs> Man, That's a all Lexington. So, all sorts of foam ball tricks and card tricks and fucking... Is there a quarter in my ear? I think so, because I'm five. <laughs> His best trick... <laughs> The, that magician's best trick was never going to jail for trying to fuck the 16-year-old bus girl. My greatest trick of all, statutory rape. <laughs> Wait a second. Is that my dick behind your ear? Uh, oh, pardon me, young lady. Is that my dick in your mouth? <laughs> oh, it is. And he just pulls it out like scars. <laughs> Very long penis. It just keeps no. coming. It's more like a fucking barrel of monkeys. It's just one small dick that's hooked up together. Oh, oh fuck. fuck me. Uh, Andrew Benatendi looks like he should be in an anti-anti-bullying campaign. Yeah. I'm all for it. I think people need to put in their place. You think bullying's bad, man? I'm Andrew Benatendi. Benatendi dad ass. Um, and then lastly... Uh, Andrew is from Cincinnati, and he went to Madeira High School. He went to University of Arkansas to play college ball, and now he plays for the Boston Red Sox. So he's found a way to avoid black people completely. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Absolutely. He's nailed it. I would imagine that the baseball team and the football team doesn't have a bunch of overlap as far as hanging out goes at the University of Arkansas. Not at all. Yeah, good for you, Andrew. Yeah, you can just keep being a closeted racist. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Benatendi sounds like you could order that from a cheesecake factory. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take an Andrew Benatendi. It's just like noodles and butter with hot dogs in it. (laughs) Can you you char the dog a little bit? (laughs) Like a ballpark Frank with some buttered spaghetti. (laughs) An Andrew Benatendi. That's so funny. Oh, fuck. My face is so red. I have a headache now from laughing so hard. Oh, man. We, yeah, the uh, Xander Bogarts and Benatendi was a good run there. Okay, man. Okay. Jake? Uh, Lee definitely just stole my joke. Oh, shit. What, what was it? That Benatendi sounds like a... Uh, the $10 dish at an Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Fuck, I stepped on it. That's a good one. That's so funny. No, that's like less words than mine. That's a good joke. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, fuck, that sucks. Do we have anything else? Nothing on the Benatendi special. Did you know the Reds drafted Andrew Benintendi? Yeah, and then he decided he'd want to play college baseball in Arkansas instead. Arkansas. What, what a dipshit. When did we draft him? <laughs> we drafted him in like the, what, the millionth round? 31st round in 2013. <laughs> Damn, well, I mean, good on our scouts for seeing that. But then he yeah, went... Yeah, he grew up in our backyard. <laughs> yeah, and then he went in the 10th round to the Sox, right? He's taking a big No, chance. he was a first rounder. Sorry yeah, no, he went early in the round. Yeah. I think it was a comp round. Oh, wow. All right, we got... The old inexplicably named Mookie, Mookie Betts. Betts. Mookie Betts, also known as Andrew Benatendi's black friend. <laughs> Mookie, uh, Mookie sounds like a slur used to describe swamp people. 
Well, got Mookie down there hanging out by the gator. Well, he's feeding him hot dogs oh, from that Benatendi dish. Son of a bitch, Mookie's <laughs> just always hanging around God, at the Seven Eleven. God, you know, I'm I'm just tired of these Mookies just grabbing all of our good swamp grass and taking them up. Damn, you put it like that, man. Mookie does sound racist as fuck. It's real bad. Wow, <laughs> Mookie is. Definitely a slur for a race. Yeah, right? it's bad. It's gotta be. Did you Mookie's know- like probably what they called like Italian people when they first came to America. These <laughs> fucking loud ass Mookies. Mookies down here. Yeah, put the- I'm also Italian. <laughs> put that Mookie in the bottom. Put that Mookie in the bottom of the boat. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, it so sounds bad. Savage. That's a bad word. Um. Uh, Mookie is a multi-talented athlete. He's uh, he's not just good at he's not he's just not one of the best in the game right now. He's also a professional bowler. Really? Yeah, he has bowled three three hundred point games in sanctioned play, and in league play, he averages over two hundred points. The only problem is that he's often mistaken for a bowling pin. I, that makes sense. Yeah. What's that bowling pin got all those, like, uh, uh, black scratches on his face? <laughs> you know, those those Mookies get them black scratches. His damn beard looks like a rash. It looks like that's, it's, It looks like something is happening to him. Yeah, he's, like, becoming the fly. Yeah, it's really bad. No, it looks, it looks really weird. <laughs> it's rough. It's coming in far too patchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an Apache helicopter. I mean, at that point... Don't have a beard. No, you, you have a God. mustache. Is what you have. You have a mustache and too many chains. That's yeah, very bad. It doesn't look good. Can he? If, yeah, if, if, really if, learned. <laughs> look, I figured out how to do this. You kind of just you take one of those razors, the the little trimmers. You kind of keep a little stubble and have a bad mustache. That's the look. Never take a razor to your face if that's what your beard. You no. just buzz it. You buzz. You keep a stubble. Buzz buzz. Yeah, you buzz buzz. That's what you do, Mookie. Mookie. And also, you know, kind of in line with his beard, but just his entire persona and face in general. Uh, Mookie Betts, you can't tell me that that guy doesn't live in a series of underground tunnels. He's a meerkat. He is a meerkat. He's a little critter. He is some sort of, he's he's a subterranean critter. Is what he is. <laughs> He's a little critter. He is a subterranean critter, and uh, that's the bottom line, Mookie. Yeah, yeah. God, it sounds that's racist. So funny. <laughs> mook, mook, buzz, buzz. <laughs> Listen, Mookie. You fucking Mookie. Mookie. I'm gonna look it up. It has to be a racist term. There's got to be something on Urban Dictionary by now. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking Mookie bets. Oh. Jesus, that just is uh... Jeez. Woo! Jake, what do you got? Uh, Mookie's snarl looks like he's always just shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he's done. <laughs> he knows what he's done. Oh, God. I just mookied. I, I, yeah, I just mookied in my pants. I took me a mookie dookie. Yeah, hot mookie. <laughs> Steamy mook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, is that it? Yeah. That's all I got. All right. Let's go on to Chris Sale. Uh, he looks like a cross-eyed Christian Bale who never gained the weight back after the machinist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and then Chris Sale has lost some velocity on his fastball this season. It went from mid mid nineties to low nineties to high eighties. But that's because his arm has to be wearing out from pitching nine seasons of Major League Baseball and moonlighting as a scarecrow at Old Jenkins Farm. Old Jenkins Farm, <laughs> old Jenk- the scariest Jenk- scarecrows in town. <laughs> they sure don't you know how to keep them owls out. Our our scarecrows will strike you out. You know what? Our scarecrows real good at keeping out them mookies. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so bad. Yeah, it really does. Mookie is racist, and he's racist for making me racist. Yeah, I. Well, then it's a double negative, and it's a positive because he's a mookie. Chris Sale looks like if Chris Martin was the singer for the band Freezing Play. I don't know. He's got a real cold, dead look in his face. Yeah, he does. Cold, uh, colder than cold play. He looks like he wishes he could choke out the bodies he had under his fucking porch. <laughs> if only I could kill him again. <laughs> oh, if only I could bring him back to life, only to kill him again. again. Oh, I love that. God, that's so fucking true. Doctor? Uh, Chris Sale looks like the after picture of methamphetamine addiction. It's a, yeah, no shit, dude. No, Chris Sale, uh, what is happening with him? I know that you can't just like go by wins and losses for uh, a pitcher, especially a starting pitcher, but this season is very bad for him right now. Well, he doesn't have the velocity that he had last year, so he's, he's got to finally he's, learn how to he, pitch. He started, yeah. he's started six games. He's 0-5 Lost and has a 6.3 <laughs> ERA. Oh, yeah. Well, one of those he had 8 Ks. And still lost. It was like eight Ks. He gave up one run. Yeah. That was his like second to last start. Um, but no, Jake, you're totally right. He needs to learn how to pitch. And what's even more scary is the fact that you guys have him locked up for how many more years? Five. Yeah. That's yeah, disgusting. That's quite a sum. Yeah. Five years. Was that a hundred million? 133? Uh, yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. I think I, so it was more than 100, I believe. Yeah, it's gross. Like, 135? Yeah. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> like, yikes. Yeah. I'm. Well, the, the Red Sox do love signing bad contracts. Uh, Nathan Navaldi. <laughs> Pablo Sandoval. Yeah, Pablo Sandoval, Nathan Navaldi. Um, who am I thinking of? Fat fuck, first base. Uh, are you thinking of Pablo Sandoval? No, no, I'm not thinking of Pablo Sandoval again. He went. Fr- oh no, he went from the Red Sox to the Mets. Never mind. Mo Vaughn. That's who I was thinking Mo of. Mo Vaughn. That was, the, that was the mid to late '90s. You idiot. <laughs> Still wanted to bring it up. Fuck you. <laughs> so All right, let's talk about Ki Igawa. You fucking Yankees fan. <laughs> Why don't you shut your goddamn mouth? <laughs> David Price. Price. David Price. Uh, he looks like looks like if Kyrie Irving put on some of the Uncle Drew makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not all of it. Uh, and, That's great. Uh, this season, this season, David Price changes number from twenty four to ten. He did it to let fans know how many starts he's going to make from now on a season. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> David Price has a French bulldog named Astro, which people say they look like their dogs, but I think David Price's dog looks like his postseason record. Ugly! (laughs) Jake didn't even fucking flinch. (laughs) No. He was... (laughs) 
what do you what do you got on David Price, Jake? I I didn't get anything on him. Uh, I also don't have anything on well, David beautiful. Price. His face is just just a face. I don't know. He's got the most normal looking fucking face I've ever seen. He was like, a college in Nashville. He probably did some pretty cool shit down there. Yeah. He I looks like the kind of black dude that's super into anime. Oh, definitely. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah he, he he doesn't have a lot of street cred, no. I would imagine. No. Let's get to those Hall of Famers. Jake, we're going to start off with your guy, Carl Yastrzemski. Uh, Carl Yastrzemski had a lot of pressure on him coming into the league because he was Ted Williams' replacement in left field. Uh, he was as good as Ted Williams at the plate, a better defender and left. But one thing Carl could never live up to, could never be better than at Ted then was uh, killing jams. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Carl Skremski has a website called Yaz Eight, which sounds like a diet pill. Yeah, no shit. Uh, but he actually <laughs> birth <sell> control. <laughs> I'm on Yaz Eight. Yaz Eight for kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> But on that website, he sells sports memorabilia. Really? That's his thing. Uh, first thing on the homepage, what do you think? Carl Yastrzemski game-worn jersey signed. Two rare signed pictures of Muhammad Ali. Really? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Nothing says you don't believe in yourself like selling other people's autographs. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's like if you were a snake oil salesman selling signed Muhammad Ali autographs. <laughs> <laughs> also, he was very good. So good at baseball. He was so Going through good. these guys and looking at their stats, you're like, oh my goodness. Carl Yastrzemski's line's nuts. Yeah. I think he only batted under 300 one time. One time in like a 15-year career. And same with someone else we're getting later. Yeah. So. Later on with one of those guys. He was, he not only had, was just so good, he had to replace Ted Williams, who yeah. we'll get to. Yeah. But that's, the pressure is That's already insane. insane. Yeah. Replace the Statist best hitter of all time. Right. There's no way around that. Triple crown. Yeah. Best yeah. hitter of all time. And then he did. He won the triple crown. He does. He he looks like he went into the headquarters of Steakums <laughs> and held him up at gunpoint and was like, "I'm gonna be your spokesperson. <laughs> it's gonna be me. It can only be me. My name is Carl Yastrzemski. I only eat Steakums. Right, only eat Steakums. Sure, brother. Right. Man, if you're cracking it, I'll do another one. Billy going in there for. Ba, 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 number four of the heavy beers. Don't keep count. Darren listens to this. Oh, sorry, boss. <laughs> Can I do one of the ghosts? Yeah. Don't mind. Thank you, boss. Car no, the, the Red Sox, it was really cool going through and looking at these Hall of Famers and realizing just how storied this uh, organization was. I mean, they've got they've got the, what we had in the great, in the big red machine, like, but... Even before that, it was bonkers. I mean, they, I'm, Babe yeah. Ruth is on this fucking roster at one point in time. Yeah, as a pitcher, right? Yeah, no shit. Uh, what else do you got on him? That's all I got on these shrimps, dog. Doctor, you know I couldn't dog on Yastrzemski. <laughs> this guy, this is how much he loves Yastrzemski. He wants to get a full back tattoo. You can't do that with Yastrzemski with the number. Yeah, just the jersey. Just a full jersey tattoo. 
Well, how about an anecdote about how why you have such a raging hard on for this guy? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean this Tracy is a, a bad man. Professional, he had terrific sideburns. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Hall of Fame sideburns. Yeah. Uh, I just love Kari Strempsey. Kari Strempsey to this day is part of one of my passwords. Like, I, I, I can't help but love the guy. If you know Kari Strempsey, you can basically log into any of my bank accounts. Yeah, so Jake's password is I love dicks, Carl Yastrzemski. Yeah. <laughs> 69. 69. Yeah, 69. Yeah. <laughs> at sign, at sign, my face. Triple crown, come. Come, come. I'm, I'm, when he dies, I'm going to feel, I'm going to have to fly out and hold you. You, you might. I am going to be in pieces. Yeah. And it's coming. Yeah, I, mean, I was about to is, say, he's going to die very soon. Yeah. He's 119 years old. Like, he's on yeah, that's, death's that's doorstep. He's not, old. he's not like Ted Williams wheelchair fucking 98 all-star game. Yeah, just wheeling him out because he's still hanging on by a thread. Right. No, he's he's fine. I still he, he maintain old. that that was good. Although it seemed weird, I think it was good. Ted Williams. I, mean, that, I think that part of Ted wanted to see it. was one of the best All-Star games, period. It yeah, had a phenomenal yeah. home run derby. Yeah. You wheeled Ted Williams' decrepit ass out there, and everyone just fucking came on him by the pitcher's mound. Like, that, was yeah. a good, that was a good All-Star game. That was perfect. That and was a good one. Pedro's start. And that was the summer of and just struck out the Sosa McGuire. Right. So yeah. the game was already hot. It was a good year for baseball. Yeah, it was. And the Kentucky Wildcats, who won the national championship under Tubby Smith. Ugh. Yeah. Who day? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's move on to uh, the replacement. Teddy Ball game. Ted Williams. Uh, Ted Williams uh, had the perfect face for uh, support local farmers ad campaign. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, Ted Williams, uh, he looks like if Woody from Toy Story had type 2 diabetes. Oh, man, he does look like Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> Holy shit. That was a good call. Jake's Jake's 180 on the bed. That's we, my favorite part. We lost him. Is Jake's 180, you're like, that's a great... That's a great call. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Here we go. Ted Williams was not just a baseball Hall of Famer. He's also in the IGAF Fishing Hall of Fame, which IGAF stands for I Give a Fuck About Fishing. <laughs> <laughs> but Ted is also in the Ripley's Believe It or Not, He Looks Like a Stork. Straight up bird-like face. Bird, bird. Uh, Ted Williams famously said, Pitchers are the dumbest people in the world. If he said that, I can't imagine what he said about people of color in Boston. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah, he had a 40-20 vision, but too bad he couldn't see how much he looked like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, it's pretty wild uh, that he took a break. Imagine if LeBron James took a break to go and fight in the Iraqi Freedom War. Right. Like, literally, that's it. If you, LeBron James went to go and fly drones. Do you know what the closest we have to this now is? What? Pat Tillman. Pat Tillman, yeah. And he was killed to keep his mouth shut. Yeah, and he was killed by a goddamn Illuminati conspiracy. Exactly. Or he was killed 
by friendly fire because I mean that guy couldn't read a gap. Absolutely. Why do you think he was the second stringer in the league? Yeah, come on. Yeah, he had to settle for the army. Come on. <laughs> we fucking just roasted one of the best ball players of all time. Yeah. And Pat a Tillman. Hero. American hero, Patrick Tillman. Air quotes. Theodore Williams. Oof. Uh what else you got on? Um, I was uh, overwhelmed by the fact that in order to hit 400, yeah, he had a double header on the last game of the season, and he went yes, he went what eight for six for eight, yep, six for eight. He baby. went six for eight in a double header and ended up batting four oh six. God, can you can he in that season he got a hit at the same rate that. Adam Dunn struck out. Right. 40 per, 40% of the time. Right. 40% of the time he was hitting in a Major League Baseball game. He got a hit. Now, his stats and then the next person, those are stats we'll never see because the game has changed so yes, much. Absolutely. Yeah. That now, since there's the three or four true outcomes... Like, we're never going to see averages like this. No, you're not going to see someone hit 387, 390 The, cl- the again. closest we're seeing that to this is in our goddamn city with Joseph Daniel Votto. Yeah, Joey Votto and uh, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Uh, you know who's off to a great start this season that someone said that he was like Ted Williams, which I was like, what the fuck, was Jeff McNeil. Who? Yes. Jeff, exactly, Jake, Yes. No, I love Jeff McNeil. <laughs> I do too. Uh, love Jeff McNeil. He he's the leadoff hitter for the Mets. Jeff McNeil. Someone compared him to Ted Williams. Do you see his line so far? No. Dude just makes loud contact. Can draw a walk. Mm, I love Jeff McNeil. He's batting three forty six this season. No shit. That's exciting. Where's he from? What's he? What's his deal? I mean, is he a rookie? Is he up to the league, brand new? Doctor. They actually cloned him from Ted Williams' dead body. <laughs> Ted Williams' fucking head. His frozen head. <laughs> they pulled his it's head still out. still making its rounds. <laughs> yeah. And then they're waiting to pull out uh, Walt Disney's head so they can come up with original ideas in Hollywood. Very nice. And also finally take down the Jews. Yeah. Well, that's what this is. this whole podcast is about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the new Nasty Boys. If you're just joining us, this is uh, purely anti-Semitic. Welcome, welcome to the anti-Semitic roast hour. <laughs> Got to take down all these Jews in Major League Baseball. Yeah. All, all these Jewish people in professional sports. We got to get them out of there. It's done. All 16 of them. We're going to find them, hunt them down, make them wear wristbands. Uh, so, uh, Jake, do you have anything on the Teddy Williams, the old Teddy ball game? Um, no, I do have a fun fact, though. He does still hold the record for the longest nose in baseball. <laughs> uh, you got me going for a second, you son of a bitch. Uh, Pinocchio, no! <laughs> God. Let's, uh, let's talk about the guy who the award's named after, Cy Young. Ever heard of him? Ever heard of him? Cy Young sounds like a medical term for juvenile depression. That's what I got. Oh, <sighs> I, got I got the Cy Young. <sighs> Cy Young. 
you. I'm young and I can't stop sighing. I'm so sad. <laughs> Um, his actual name is Denton True, which sounds like a place that sells overpriced douchey jeans. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, I got I these. I got these from Denton True. Yeah, that's what they, are they, I watched them put the rhinestones in themselves on the butt pocket. <laughs> they were $400, it's fine. Yeah. Dude, the Asher Wash is actually from Tears of Kids from Somalia. No way, dude, that's yeah. sick. Pirate Tears? Dude, sick. Denton True. <laughs> <laughs> And then, lastly, Cy Young has many records that people think will never be broken. I don't. I'm, a, I'm in agreement. Like he has 511 career wins. Not gonna happen. 749 complete games, and most ever starts by a bullfrog. <laughs> oh wow! Really? <laughs> he broke the barrier. Wow. So he's the Jackie Robinson of bullfrogs. Yes, he is. Wow, that's really <laughs> yeah. cool. No, I mean that's neat. I, I, I dig that. I think it's cool that he played in an era. And happened to be, talent-wise, ahead of that era. Yeah. And now we can, like, literally name the award after him. Right. And that and that makes sense. Makes so much no sense. No one's ever going to get 511 wins. No, no. one's ever going to throw that many complete games. It, it'll never happen. No. I mean, what? I mean, Noah so Syndergaard... So that's perfect. Name it after him. Done. Done. Noah Syndergaard has two complete games in his career. And he's... Think about that. And he's an upper echelon guy in the league right now. Two, Two in his whole fucking career. Out of 749. He's had 749 starts? 749 complete games. Oh, 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 oh okay, okay. I, I was no, like, yeah. no way Syndergaard's been in the league yeah. that long. No way. Okay, no, Cy Young, 749 complete games. Yeah. Cy Young. Just like his last name, uh, he apparently liked his women like his last name. Oh, really? I mean, I, I think a bunch of dudes back then were weird and creepy, but Cy Young, was, he, if he was in 2019, he would have gotten you-know-what. Oh, come on, dude. That's a given with most of these dudes. He would have gotten me, too. He yeah. had a bunch of lovers that were not of age. Yeah, they were. He, they were Cy Young. Young. Very, <laughs> Very true. Yeah, the people would talk to him, and they'd come to him, and they'd be like... <sighs> They're young. <laughs> Just audibly sigh. Yeah, now he's a weird guy, but a dominant pitcher. That's all I got on. Doctor, uh, did you know that Cy Young was a uh, racist? I did. I did know. Oh, that. all right. Well, that's all I got. <laughs> okay. I mean, he was. I mean, look at that face. Uh, here we go. Oh, Schubert wrote my notes. He put, I poop out of my penis. So, oh, okay, cool. Solid. There it is. Uh, That's an odd Must thing. be talking about Wade Boggs. Must be, because you <laughs> fucking nailed it. Hall of Famer, Wade Boggs. Here we go. Uh, Wade Boggs stats say he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but that mustache says he's an AVN Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, Wade Boggs looks like a stepdad who only lets his kids drink Mountain Dew and eat Slim Jims. <laughs> No, uh, Wade Boggs looks like every 
single person's dad. Everyone. He's yeah. he's the dad of America. Dude, he is no, he's America's cool uncle. He's America's cool uncle. I'll be on board sure. with that. Yeah, you're right. He's not no. not a good father to anyone. No, but the best he's uncle. He's definitely a badass uncle for f- like five yeah. or six days out of the year. Dude, he's a jean jacket jean jacket uncle who rented too many movies at the family video. But you did it because he was like, I'm fun uncle, dude. What do you want me to do? I got, I got nephews. What do you want? I'm going to hang out. So uh. the last one, uh, Wade Boggs once drank 107 beers on a transcontinental flight. After hearing that, I think they should change the name for public intoxication charges to getting a Wade Boggs. Getting your Boggs on. Dude, my, ba- my brain's so bogged right now. Can I do a little Boggsy? Mm. Uh, one of my favorite moments in television history is when it's always it's sunny. always sunny and blazoned Wade Boggs into the oh. world. There's so many people who wouldn't have known who he was. Yeah, and that's crazy. That's what struck me from that episode is it was like so many people now know Wade Boggs for being an epic drinker, and they don't know that he had one season where he batted under three hundred. He batted three hundred over a twenty. 20 season career. He played for the Devil Rays. Did you? Okay, Jake, you might know about this. Only number to be retired by the Devil Rays. Really? And the only yep. Hall of Famer. That's why we didn't fucking yep. roast any. Um, did you know there was a controversy? Supposedly the Rays wanted to buy his hat to go on the plaque in Cooperstown. I did know that. It was supposedly written into his contract when he signed. That... That he signed with the Rays and that he would yes. go into the Hall of Fame with the Rays. With a Rays cap, yes, yes, yes. Really? Yeah. That's huge, fucking wild. So what? what is he in the Hall for right now? Red Sox. What? He's, he has a Red Sox cap on in the Hall. Oh, so do you think he breached his contract in that? It's just like an alleged thing? Um, I mean, it might have been a real thing. And then Wade Boggs was like, oh, God, you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to put a... Devil Ray on my hat and going to Cooperstown. Yeah. You guys have been a team for mm, twenty five minutes. Like I'm going to be a Red Sox. <laughs> he did. He did have a couple good moments in a Rays uniform, didn't he? No. Three thousands hit. Yeah, wasn't it a home run? Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah Wade Boggs hit a home run on his three thousandth hit. I don't know. I mean, with a mustache like that, he uh, it just commands respect, you know. Did you know that it ranks third on baseball reference for mustaches in baseball? Does it really? Yes. You've got Raleigh Fingers, number one, yep. Keith Hernandez, number two, and then Wade Boggs, number three. I'd flip that. I was going to say Gossage isn't on the top three, huh? Uh, he's top five. Number four. Okay. Eckersley is deserved one. Or, uh, Absolutely. Ra- yeah, yeah, for sure. I now, believe he's on the mullet list as well. As he should oh, good be. For- <laughs> now... <laughs> just saying it so proud. like hey, saying it like it's a really good thing I think he's on the uh, mullet list as well <laughs> yeah, yeah so <laughs> just, I love what we think is cool it's so great like in no like in what world like yeah yeah he's on the uh, top three mustaches in the For game sure. and I believe he's on the mullet list as well and we're like oh yeah cool that's also, good also, I'm real proud I'm real proud <laughs> I'm gonna circle back to this plaque thing uh, you know, I think it's great that he went in with a Red Sox hat. I'm really glad he didn't go in with the Devil Rays hat. But his plaque honestly should have been of Wade Boggs riding that horse after the World Series no win. No shit. It should have yes. been him on a oh horse. Oh, my God. Yep. The horse on the G. plaque, too. Yeah. The, oh, for sure. It's the full thing. 
Yeah. It's him on the horse with the yeah. That's how it should have been. That's so badass, dude. He played for twenty one seasons. One season he batted under three hundred. Yeah, and then got traded. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's conversation for best hitter of all time. That's a short list. I mean, that he's top five. Easily, you can't argue that. I don't. I, I can't. I think he's number one in drinking in the league for yeah, sure. Well, that's a goddamn fact, and that's one of the coolest things. To did have. you? Did you? I, I read about this yeah, today. Yeah. Did you? Did you guys read? I mean, Jake, you probably know about his affair in '88. Yeah. So his affair, he had an affair with a lady in California, who was a mortgage broker, and he, in one season, flew her out to meet to have her meet him on the road. 86 times. And in that 88 World Series, he had an agreement with her in the playoffs that she drove him to every game because he was very superstitious. Wow. Uh, One of the most superstitious people in baseball. Right. I mean, before every game, he would eat chicken. He would wake up at the same time. And then at 7-17, every day, he would run sprints. 7-17. Yes. He was also so superstitious that he told the Red Sox announcer to never say his number because he one time broke out of a slump when the announcer didn't say his number. Wow, dude. See, I'm I'm fucking so on board for that See, kind of shit. Isn't that awesome? That's fast. That's like that's just like some deranged baseball player. And right. that's only the shit that they tell us about. Like, there's definitely ma- some locker No room shit. Imagine his OCD shit, like, with his yep. jersey and shit. And, like, him yeah. putting on a condom and not putting on a condom when he fucked his mistress. Mm. God, that was the joke I was looking for when I was writing it. Put it on and off and on and off and on and off, <laughs> and it's off. <laughs> it's off. <laughs> just Sorry. Like, just like Sean Casey with his batting gloves. It's the way my uh, <laughs> impulse helped me. But... But yeah, here's what's also crazy. So she sued him after it went public for $12 million for lost lost money because he said he was going to pay her back in an oral agreement for how many times he flew her out or whatever, lost wages, and then didn't. She paid? He, yeah, well, he she sued him, and then it went public. That's crazy, And then dude. she went to Penthouse and modeled naked twice and did interviews. And how did he respond? He went on 2020 with Barbara Walters. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Nothing says OG. Nothing says wholesome like going on 2020 after your mistress shows her hole. Yeah. Oh on, in penthouse. That's some OG <laughs> shit. Wade Boggs, a true, true American hero. Guy is what every ball player should be. Yeah, on and off the field, a piece of shit. Well, not I don't know, a piece of shit, but someone who f- smashes. Yeah, you know. Yeah, a Randy motherfucker, real Randall. Yeah, and he'll die of oral cancer, and that's good. <laughs> yeah, him and Michael yeah. Douglas. Fucking Cheers, man. He was he on Cheers. He was on Cheers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I thought so. Oh, just he's, Cheers and him. He's been on Cheers and The Simpsons. I knew he was on The Simpsons. And he was also in a sci-fi original movie in 2011 called Swamp Shark. Really? And where he went on and did interviews and said that he did all of his own stunts. As Wade Boggs. As Wade Boggs. Well, good for him. He made it into the zeitgeist. He's like a, he's like a, uh, you know, a pop culture guy with the Always Sunny. 
And he's a hero. Yeah, and he's a fucking hero. Good for him. Cheers That's to cool. Wade Boggs. I'll, I'll drink to Wade Boggs. Drink all to Wade Boggs. Day. Cheers, doctor. Mm. Tastes it's, good. It's not 106 of them, but it's still pretty good. I'm trying. We're getting there. Um, God, here we go. It's the Sultan of Swat. Ooh. The Colossus of Clout. Wait till we get to that. The Colossus of Clout. Thank you, Doctor. I was trying to get a call and response there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I let someone else do it. Bane Roof. The Great Bambino. The Great Hambino. Uh, Babe Ruth looks like he would have marched in Charlottesville. Oh yeah. Uh, oh no, he would have. He would have. He would have funded it. Also, he wouldn't have marched, but he would have paid for everyone's Greyhound ticket to get there. Oh, also, he would have been the only one to use a tiki torch as a way to help him walk <laughs> and light his cigar. <laughs> He's using the tiki torch as a cane and to light his big obnoxious cigar. I was <laughs> in the jewel. God, Babe Ruth is is like you know a bunch of nicknames. He had you know the Great Bambino, uh, but you know he also had the nickname the Sultan of Swat. He got that nickname uh, not for his hitting ability on the field, but for his hitting ability off the field. Yeah, yeah. the Sultan of Swat. I think that nickname was uh, given to him by his first wife. Or second. Or a millionth mistress. You know what? It's a black and blue area. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a little <laughs> black and blue. It's hard to read. It's, it's Well, I mean, you can see it, but you can't really talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's not something you want to bring up in public, man. Uh, Babe Ruth's peak weight was 260 pounds and was considered the best athlete of a generation. That's unfortunate for America at the time. Yeah. For the olden days. <laughs> if it wasn't for letting black people play, the sport would have been fatter than the people in lines at the Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> it is so crazy to think and Babe Ruth was just a big, slobby, fat ass. He who just dropped bombs and would like yep. he'd like fart and then hit a home run. <laughs> Like he was in the goddamn Three Stooges. He, it's so ridiculous. He would hit a bomb, go back to the dugout, and then just fucking bong a beer. Yeah, bong a beer uh, and eat a hot dog. Yep, and then snort some snuff. Yeah, no. Wow, what a fucking legend. Uh, in, this is crazy. In 1924, before a game, Babe Ruth was found unconscious on the floor of his hotel bathroom. Uh, the rumor cause of this was that he binge ate hot dogs and chugged cola into a, a frenzy that made him pass out. Um, it was dubbed the belly ache heard around the world. Yes. But Babe Ruth just called it Tuesday. Yeah, that's what, it's just a normal Tuesday for me, brother. Yeah, yeah. It's an off day. What do you want me to do? We got a late evening game. No, no, he missed a game. You think I'm not just going to, like, <laughs> eat hot dogs until I die? That's oh my god, it's radio. I can't watch TV. Oh, Babe Ruth. Porn isn't a thing I can have on my phone. Which a phone is what not is a that? thing that I have again on Babe Ruth. <laughs> Babe Ruth. I'm substituting hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Herman Ruth. I'm Herman. God, Herman. Yeah. Did they... you know that he spoke German? 
up until like he was not eight or nine. Everything about this guy's face screams fat little German kid. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, dude, he's he's uh, Augustus Gloop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy got sucked up into the fucking funnel in. He never hit an Augustus Gloop single. No, he never did. Never. Yeah, no, that guy hit it solid or didn't hit it at all. Oof. That's a goddamn fact. That's I'm Babe fact. Ruth. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, he looks like Flanos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess it's Flanos, but you get it. I uh, liked it. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Uh, I, if you Google Babe Ruth today, yeah, it shows, did you see that story? Someone found a Babe Ruth rookie card in an old piano, and it sold at auction for $130,000. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Uh, The reason why it's even crazier is because one time, Babe Ruth spent $130,000 on a piano, and then he ate it. Come on. He's a big old fat boy. Mm, Uh, Made out of spatzel. Oh, no. It's... It's crazy, you know. It's that classic question, right? Uh, do you think if Babe Ruth suited up tomorrow and DH'd for the Yankees, no, you don't think he'd get a hit? No, 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 I don't. I no, really no, don't. No, I'm on board with you. I don't think he would either. I think he yeah, get a, f- the first Baseball taste of a guy with a 12 6 curveball who also throws 98. Yeah, I think he'd probably go 0 for with four strikeouts. Yeah. Guy wouldn't even cut it in in like low A. Yeah, I I agree with. You. Oh, you could play low A probably. Ah, with those kids just hurling it everywhere. Yeah, they're all throwing like ninety six with no control. Yeah, yeah, no one's getting hits. Yeah, that's a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think. I mean, obviously, he's a he was a generational talent. That's it. That's what he was at that time. No one hit the yeah. ball like him. Uh, he yeah. could might maybe get into like midseason form and hit two thirty with twenty bombs. Maybe, but I tend to agree with both you boys and think that like most of the guys. Yeah, he is like what I always say. Like, thank God black people played the game because it stepped everything yeah. back up. Yeah. And there's like no way, you know, Satchel Paige in his prime. I don't think that Ruth would have been able to touch him. Probably not. No. Yeah. No one could. No, Bob Gibson. And that's only fifty years later. Like, yeah, yeah. No, oh it's God true. damn it! You're right. What are we right about? Yeah, it was like the timelines don't match up. Oh yeah, yeah, it, yeah. So I. Oh I, yeah, they they didn't let the blacks anywhere near baseball when Babe Ruth was playing. No. <laughs> oh yeah, nowhere near it. And I, you know, and it, it, he was probably a pretty despicable person, just like most people were back there. Yeah, you know, you kidding me? The number one athlete in the world, Babe Ruth, was a fat white guy. Was a big old <laughs> fat ass white guy who weighed two hundred and sixty. That's obese. Insane. Yeah, easy. That's like ten more pounds than me. Yeah, well, it depends on how tall he is. Listen, Billy, I'm not trying to cut <laughs> you down. I'm saying Babe Ruth was a big old fat ass. Guys, cut me down at the sausages. Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bit of a stretch to call you the greatest athlete in the world. Look, that's my only point. You're already hitting me with stretch, <laughs> and that hurts. I'm not stretching you, bro. <laughs> you aren't. The fucking fat cells are. Get out of here. Oh my word. Uh, Jake, do you have anything on Babe Ruth? 
Um, I don't think I have anything we haven't covered. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair right. enough. Well, um, that was fun. Uh, let's round third and head for home. Lee, what plugs you got? Let's see. As always, we plugged it a little bit at the beginning. Uh, go bananas, bananas go there. At, yeah, go bananas comedy club. Whenever and whatever. Uh, let's see. Um, depending on where you are, uh, depending on where you are, let's see. Um, Thursday, May sixteenth, I'm gonna be in Knoxville, Tennessee, at the Pilot Inn. Oh shit! Uh, Who are you with? Yeah, Jeff Tate. Oh, very. Yeah, nice. got lucky. Uh, May seventeenth. I'm going to be in Asheville at La Zoom. And then May... With ni- Jeff? Yeah, with Jeff again. Nice. Going on a little baby run. And then May 19th, I'm going to be up at Go Bananas Comedy Club for the Bombs Away Showcase. Oh, nice. Yeah, very stoked about that. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, and in Fairfield, if you're in Fa- Fairfield, I am lucky enough, I'm closing out a show at, somewhere in Fairfield, Fairfield at a bar. I think it's called Fairfield Inn and Pub. On Friday, May 31st. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. A bunch of Lexington guys are coming up. Somebody in Lexington, uh, Nick Cheney's cousin, owns a bar in Fairfield. So, so wait, what did you uh, say one of those dates was May 17th? May 17th, uh, the Friday. It's, oh, shit. It's a hub. Yeah. So that means, uh... It's a hub. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, got that. Yeah. Yeah, we got it. Who else is on that? The May 17th. Um, I've got Alex Price... Patrick Murray and Justin Atkins at the moment. Other than that, nobody. Price closes it out. Yeah. We'll figure out that later. We'll figure it all out. Um, for me, uh, my dates. Oh, um, July. We're going to be doing a live podcast. Oh. At Three Points Brewery. I meant to bring that up to you before. I saw the thread today and yeah. just figured, so we're doing it in July. July. Okay, that's hugely exciting. Chris I like Weir's that. working on the poster right now. Very nice. You told me that tonight. How exciting, bitch. Very exciting. Yeah, that's um, I, I love that. So it'll be tight. Um, so May 17th, come see me at the Hub. Um, you can come see me May 21st. At uh, Toxic Brewing, I'll be closing out that show. Great show in Dayton. Yeah, that's such a fun show. Good for you. I'm glad. Good for you. You're closing it out. That's dope. Yes, and then May 24th, you can see me uh, in a house show in Sydney, Ohio. Come to that. Jimmy Market moved on in the contest last Very night. Excited. Oh, fuck yeah, Jimmy. Speaking Market. of the contest, May 22nd. I'll be in the contest. Oh, yeah, that's close enough to bring up. Yeah, yeah May, May 22nd. 22nd. Come out and make sure that Billy moves on. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Those, those shows are so fun. I'm competing in the semi-amateur division. I, You know, I dabble. I just dabble. You know, semi-amateur. Um, nope, yeah. nothing from none of you? I'll, yeah, I'll plug that. No, no, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm looking. I forgot about my contest date. You remind me of it. You're, I, I can't remember what you said. I heard it in my periphery, but you're fucking semi Whatever. You're I get not it. amateur, you nope. son of a bitch. I was semi-amateur. <laughs> semi-amateur. I dabble. Uh, June 12th is my contest date. Come out and check me out at Go Bananas Comedy Club on June 12th. Also, June 8th, I will be recording my album at The Hub. Yes, sir. God damn That's yes. That's going to be fun as fuck. Yeah. Am so, I, can I host? I'm hosting. You're hosting. Okay, I was thinking. You're hosting. <laughs> it's you, Carl, Schubert, and Holmes. That's a good show. Yeah, that's a good uh, show. But yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so I'm very excited. 
Um, I'm in talks with a label, and the way that I want to distribute it is you would get a 45 with 15 to 20 minutes, but then you get a download card in that 45 with the full album. That's such a cool fucking idea, dude. Buy that. That's a cool thing to hold on to. A 45 record with a download card to 45 more minutes. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's well, not so for It'll be like you know, 30 more minutes or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, because you got 15 on the 45. Right. 15 to 20. It depends. Yeah, so. no, dude, that's so cool, man. I fucking love that. I'm so excited who the fuck, for that. Who the fuck buys a CD? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Everyone streams it, but if they want something physical, they buy it on vinyl. If they if the if you want to buy something if you buy a CD nowadays it's because you want to buy something physical. Right. So just give like a cool physical thing. Get some good yeah. album art. Make it a cool but album. But here's cover. the thing: I'm more apt if like I'm at a show, like I'll buy a poster or a T-shirt before I buy a CD. A CD. But then if uh, Trump's all is a vinyl, yeah, I'll pay unless I like know I can find that vinyl at my local like. Store like vo- local music store. Yeah, for sure. So record store, but yeah. So that's what I've got coming up. Jake, what do you have coming up, bud? Um. Well, May 9th, uh, I'm going to be getting blackout drunk in Oakland, California, at the Reds game. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's tight. <laughs> and then, uh, Catch him we'll on May, May 9th. Yeah, May 10th, I'll be getting blackout drunk in San Francisco at a Cincinnati Reds game. Have a Day on the West Coast, Dr. Jake. And then uh, May 11th, I'm going to get blackout drunk at a Reds game, also in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, how tight is that? Live it up for us out there, brother. You are our West Coast satellite nasty boy, man. We need you out <laughs> there, dude. We need you. So and then I'll be out there in September, So which means I'll be able to do one with Jake, and then we have to satellite you in. Perfect. I'll, I'm coming you to your kitchen. Up. Yeah, you I have to. I'll leave you a key. I'm going to be in your kitchen. I'll leave you a key. <laughs> Hell yeah, Jake, dude, it's so great. I mean, even though you look like uh, like like an Omega page right when you click over to a new screen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited. I'm glad to not see your dick yet. Yet, yes. I hope to see your penis. Give and, it time. Uh, yeah, for sure, man. What a fun show. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Last time, I'm going to say it. Go to the ballpark on Saturday. Do it. Do it. We go, love Tom. Go fucking support Tom. Go support your red legs. And as always, go red legs. And Nick Senzel on his first night will go two for three with a bomb. Can't wait, baby. Believe that. Stay nasty. Stay nasty. Our friends. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. 
At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.